You are listening to episode 16. Hello and welcome to Veterans Get After It podcast, where I give military men and women the tools to feel less overwhelmed, more connected, and motivated to get after the life they want. If you want to know how to use the power of coaching and get after what's possible, then this place is for you. I'm your host, Wendy Ray, Army Veteran and Certified Life Coach. Let's get after it. Hello, everyone, and it's Military Appreciation Month. Completely forgot to mention this last week. And as you guys may know, if you've been listening in and tuning into this podcast, this entire month, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I promised you guys that I'll be bringing you episodes for the entire month of May on how to improve our mental health. But the reality and truth is that this is what this entire podcast is all about, right? Sharing with our military community how to improve our mental health and how to really manage our mind so that we can continue to not only overcome the anxiety, the stress, overwhelm that we encounter every single day as a military community, but also for your overall well-being, right? So Again, this is what this month is all about. And I want to start off today with a question. Are you prioritizing your mental health, your mental well-being? And this is how you know if you are or if you aren't. Are you investing in your mental health? And by investing, I don't mean just monetary. I'm also referring to time. Are you investing time and money for some of you? to actually take care of your mental health. Because if I were to ask you today, how much money or and time are you investing in your mental health? What would that response be? What would that number look like? What would the monetary value look like for that? If you don't have an hour or minutes or a time amount or even an actual monetary value, then that's okay. That's what this episode is all about, because you may not be conscious of how you're actually improving or prioritizing your mental health, but it could really just be something that you may already be doing unconsciously, right? And it could be going for a walk, uh, possibly even journaling, reading a book on mental health, emotional well-being, or really just reading about anything that will help you focus on your mind, which by the way, if you're anything like me, I love to get recommendations on books. If you don't have a book or haven't read a book on how to be more conscious of your mind, be more aware of how your mind works, here are a couple of books that I highly, highly recommend, not only because that was an excuse that I used to have, oh, I don't know what to read and I don't have time to be looking and researching and I wouldn't know where to start type of thing. So first, I want to say, as you guys know, I am a believer. I have a strong faith in God. So I always recommend to start with the Bible. So read the Bible. I would recommend to start in Proverbs. Now, if you're not there yet um, spiritually or you don't believe in God per se, I would recommend that you start with The Mindset by Carol Dweck. And also the other book that I really, really love is Daring Greatly by Brené Brown. Now, yes, these are women authors. I'm a big supporter of women authors, especially. And if you have any recommendations of more women authors that specifically work with the mind, 
or also anything to do with improving just yourself, please send me an email to hello at wendyray.com or send me a DM on Instagram or LinkedIn. And I would be happy to check them out because I'm a big supporter of women doing big things. And also, if you would like my entire reading list, feel free to send me a DM and email as well. And I'll be happy to send it to you directly. And here are the other two things that you may or may not be doing. And this is something that you would be doing consciously, not unconsciously, because this is something that you're actually taking the time and possibly investing monetary as well. And that is going to therapy and life coaching. And what I want to do today, as I mentioned earlier, is to encourage you to improve on your mental health, improve your mental well-being, and really taking the time to invest in it, investing in it, investing in your mental health will not only affect you, but others around you, right? So this is one of the questions that I always ask my clients when I first start working with them. What do you prioritize? Because there's three things that humans, we prioritize and we focus on. And those three things are health, time, and money. And I always ask them to rank them, to prioritize them, one being the top priority and three being the least priority. But these are all very important to all of us, right? As humans, we um, prioritize our health, time, and money. So when I ask them that question, most of them will answer with time and health. Time and health is always at the top and then money, right? Which I think is fascinating to me because a lot of us... um, can keep track of our money like we have a budget and we have a bank account but not all of us keep accountable or in accountability with our time and our health and yes I guess for for health wise I would say you can somewhat be accountable right like you go to the gym or you have a certain you know food protocol food journal meal planning Um, And for time, you have a schedule, right? But most of us don't take the time to incorporate that within our daily routine. And the other big piece that is missing with the health part on how they, you know, actually take accountability of that is now their mind. How are you taking accountability on your growth, on your actual growth mentally, right? And that's why I mentioned earlier, reading a book or are you journaling? Are you actually looking at everything that you're thinking, everything that's coming up for you and taking accountability of that and see, seeing and being aware of the progress that you're making with that, right? It could be a problem with relationships or it could just be with different connections, um, different relationships, connection, relationships would, would fall social under health, right? Because staying social and having connections is a part of your mental well-being. This is why when, you know, we were all told to stay home and we can't interact with other humans, it it really brought a lot of people down because or into a depressive mode because we need connection as humans. We are humans and need connection. So if you haven't listened to the um, Ubuntu episode, please go back and check that one out. The power of connection, the power of oneness. And again, that falls on under health. So again, I think it's very important to understand that our mental health is, should be priority. Because again, if we can't manage our mind, if we can't understand our emotions, if we can't actually take a moment to feel our emotions, which again, if 
you haven't listened to the previous episode, highly recommend that you do. And that is episode 15, the one right before this one, because I explained to you how we try to um, deal with our feelings in a way that doesn't serve us, deal with our negative emotions. And that is why improving our mental health and focusing on our mental well-being, investing in our mental health is so important, you guys. And this is for everyone, but most importantly, our military community. Because let's not forget that not only are you in this rigorous career that you have chosen, you're one of the few that have chosen, actually chosen. It was your will. You signed up for this adventure, for this journey, right? You know it's tough mentally and physically. And I mean, if especially if you deployed, you've seen things that other people will never see in their lives, right? And you also have a family. You also are the provider. You also are a leader. A leader that actually cares about their soldiers, their Marines, their airmen. So this is why it's even more important, in my opinion, that you really take the time to invest in your mental health, in your mental well-being. Even when things are good. Even when you're having an amazing time in your job and your duty station, your family's great, family's healthy, training is going really well. Regardless of that, you still want to do that because there will be a time where life is going to happen. There will be a time when you have this supervisor that isn't the best leader, right? Or you have soldiers, airmen, Marines that are not going to do what you actually want them to do right? A part of the mission. So it's so important. It's so crucial for us to take the moment to acknowledge that it's very important. And oh, by the way, you're going to have to transition eventually out of the military and transition to the civilian sector. So another reason why it's so important to start improving your mental health and investing in your mental well-being right this moment. And with that, I also want to briefly elaborate more on the importance of understanding the difference between therapy and coaching, because these are the two things that you are going to want to do consciously, right? I mean, it's going to require you to be conscious about why you're choosing therapy or coaching or even both, right? As a life coach and as a military service member, and even as a military spouse, I took therapy or I actually requested therapy while I was in because I was dual military. I had babies, I was a mom, I was a leader, and I knew I needed the help. Now, I will say this, it is very hard to get to that place sometimes, especially if you're stubborn like myself, and especially if you think you don't need help from someone else, if help isn't something that you are used to doing, used to to actually considering, right? And for most of you, especially men, will possibly even think that therapy is or equates to um, you just being weak or even afraid of actually encountering your feelings, afraid of being vulnerable, afraid of crying even, right? Like no one wants to be broken and vulnerable. No one does. But there will be moments in our lives that we just need to ask for help and instead of seeing it as a weakness 
I want to offer to you, especially the men out there, instead of thinking that therapy is weak, why don't you instead consider it that it's viewed as you being brave and having the courage to ask for help, having the courage to go to an expert that deals with clients like yourself every single day. By the way, you are not the only one with issues. You are not the only one with these problems. We all have problems. We all have some underlying trauma or some underlying problems that we never dealt with or that we haven't dealt with because that's just not what we did growing up. And one of the reasons why I joined, and you may be able to relate to this possibly, I joined because I wanted to escape my reality. I wanted something different. I wanted to be able to start all over as an 18-year-old and just do the impossible for what my family believed, for what they thought was the best for me at that moment. So again, I believe that as military service members, and military community for the spouses, for the family, this is for you too, it's so important that we recognize that we all have issues and that we all can improve our mental well-being. And that may require some therapy, right? That may require an ask for help through therapy or coaching or even better, both, right? So now I know some of you may be asking, well, how do I know which one applies to me or what is best for me if I want to start investing my time and money in this, right? But if you're active duty, military and a spouse, you do not have to invest in this monetarily unless you really, really want to when it comes to therapy, but that is provided to you on post or off post. And I highly recommend that you take advantage of that, which all the links will be in my show notes of all the free resources that you have readily available to you as a military service member, veteran, and even a spouse. And I want to give you the difference between coaching and therapy so that you have an understanding on what that looks like and which one would be best for you in this moment. Because seriously, you guys, I'm all about getting after it, right? Like taking action and After this episode, I am hoping that you take the time to look into the free resources for therapy or even consider investing in coaching as well. Looking for the best coach that actually will work for you based on the needs that you have when it comes to what you are looking for to improve within your life, within your mental well-being. Okay, so here is the difference between therapy and coaching. Therapy is for the most part, based on your past experiences and traumas that happened to you. And it will require you to actually receive some therapy from a professional that's certified and licensed to diagnose you based on a non-functioning problem that needs to be solved. So now life coaching to put it in the best simplistic terms is focusing on the future, focusing on the next level that you want to get to, right? Like getting after it for real, taking that massive action consistently. And with that, you may still be going to therapy, right? Maybe you're going to therapy to kind of get over the trauma or the PTSD or the high anxiety that you have, but that does not mean that you can't also do coaching because now you are pretty much well aware on what possibly triggers you based on what your therapist has mentioned or diagnosed you with. And now you can focus on what you want to accomplish, like where you want to be in the next six months, where you want to be in the next year, 
And that's when I would highly recommend that you actually hire a coach because they will, that coach will give you so much more awareness of why you may still continue to get anxious every now and then. Right. And that's really where I come in. I help my clients to focus on what is still keeping them possibly stressed out or overwhelmed and keeping them stuck where they're at. Right. So there is still a little bit of suffering happening without actually being conscious or aware of it. And that's where I come in, right? Like that's where a life coach comes into play. And there is a place for therapy and for coaching. Absolutely. And this, I think it's what's, what is the best right now is that you can really look into both. If you haven't done therapy before and you know that there's some past trauma and experiences that you need to deal with, highly recommend that you do therapy first. And then you can then focus on coaching on how you're going to move forward and what the game plan will be for the next six months or the next year. So yes, doing both at the same time is possible and highly recommended. But again, if you are in a place where you know that therapy is priority, highly encourage you to go take care of that first. Because for example, last week um, I had to tell two people that I couldn't help them because they needed to go through therapy first based on their situation where they were mentally emotionally I told them that I wasn't the right person for them but I actually gave them the right resources for them to reach out to because there's just so much that they needed to deal with before focusing on their future but again I was just so thankful that they reached out and it took the moment to look into their mental and emotional well-being and that's exactly what I would love for you guys to do today really look into how you can improve even if it's by reading a book journaling talking to someone going for a walk especially if you're facing a challenge currently and you kind of feel defeated disappointed discouraged this is the time you guys like I said all the free resources the links will be in the show notes please go there and I just want to leave you guys with a review um, of one of my current clients that is actually still working with me and I just wanted to share this with you because one he's a man and he was he served for 20 years in the military and he's pretty much retiring he's transitioned now and I want to help you get encouraged and feel determined that you're not alone and that you can do this and that it's not going to be easy, but it's so doable. And like I said, you guys, you have access to me. You have my email. And if you want a free session, go to my website, wendyray.com forward slash free session and sign up for a free session. And I promise it will be the best 30 minutes of your life because I will show you everything that's going on in your mind and give you the tools to help you start managing that immediately after our call. Go to wendyray.com forward slash free session and I look forward to seeing you soon. And here is the review that I want to leave you with. Coaching really has helped me slow down and really reflect on how I'm spending my time, what things are influencing my emotions and decisions and how to create boundaries in my relationship so that I can honor my commitments to myself and others. Wendy genuinely cares and will not judge you she is great at pointing out the things you can't see for yourself. She definitely helped me manage 
my mind and all of my emotions that came from transitioning out of the military. Thank you, Andre, for this amazing review and for encouraging others to also get on this coaching experience, right? Because at the end of the day, yes, your mental health matters. Yes, your mental well-being is very, very important. It should be priority. But also, I want you to consider this. Everyone around you loves you. You matter. And when you're doing well, I'm doing well. We're all doing well. The whole military community is doing well. Our family, our soldiers, our airmen, our Marines. We're all just getting better and better mentally, emotionally, physically. So again, highly recommend that you take me up on this. Go to my show notes, get all the links and check out which one will work best for you. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode and that this episode resonated with you. So now let's go get after it. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. And before you go, I'd love to ask you to take a minute to hit that subscribe button and leave a quick review. And if you're feeling generous, you can include a comment with something that you love about the podcast. And I'll choose a few to include in shout outs in upcoming episodes. Thanks again for joining me and let's get after it.